This message is brought to you by ABC Church in Ammonford, West Wales. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org. Yes, okay. Hello, good evening. Do you know what? It is Good Friday. We are thankful. Our position on the Good Friday is one of humility and gratitude, yes? Amen. You know, um, I've been thinking a lot about what to say because, you know, Phil and I have been liaising because Phil is speaking on Sunday, Pastor Phil is speaking on Sunday, and I just want to bring to you tonight some thoughts Um, some ideas about famous last words. So if there's a title for this tonight, and I'm rubbish with titles, they always say, what title should we put on the podcast? I don't know, Andrea Speaks? I don't know. You know, I just just can't do it. But what we're going to focus on are some famous last words. So um, I'm a bit of a geek about things like this. I love love a bit of it. So I'm going to just say the famous last words, and then you get to guess them. Is that all right? Because we're representing YABC tonight. So people are like, oh, Andrea, we don't do crowd participation. I'm far more happy with being passive. I would rather much rather not. And I say, well, it's at YABC. So join in. Even if you're over 18, join in. Now then, who said this? I'm going to the bathroom to read. That's their last words. Their last words. Who said I'm going to the bathroom to read? Yeah? Right? Do you want a clue? Yeah. Right? Uh, he, <laughs> I think I... I no, forget it. No, right. He was known as the king of rock and roll. Elvis Presley. Last words. I'm going to the bathroom to read. We all know what happened after that, don't we? Sadly. Bless him. Sadly. Yeah, yeah. He died. Now then, who said this? These are the last words. These are the last words. France, army, head of the army, Josephine. Who said that? Napoleon, yes, everyone's favourite short French dictator. Everyone's favourite. There we are. Who said, I'm bored with it all? No, well, uh, no, but a good guess. Well done, but wrong. Um, everyone's favourite Prime Minister during World War II? With Sir Winston Churchill. Final last words, I'm bored with it all. Earth shattering, yeah? Yeah. Imagine how bored I was looking these up. I was thinking, they're all going to say, they're going to say amazing things. These last words, they're going to be changing my life. No. Right. Who is this? This is quite nice, actually. All my possessions for one moment of time. No. No, no, I know. But you'd think it was somebody. But it was a royal. Not Queen Elizabeth II, but Queen Elizabeth I. On her deathbed, her last words were, all my possessions for one moment of time. See, it comes to us all, doesn't it? doesn't matter how much you have or how much you don't have. Um, Anne Boleyn apparently said to her executioner, um, her last words were, don't worry, this won't take long, for I have a very little neck. <laughs> there, go on, what? Yeah? Um, I know, yeah, yes, you know, always thinking of others, Anne. That's, that's true. <laughs> All right? So, who said these words? Ready? It is finished. Jesus Christ. You know what? I'm thinking of other ones. I looked up Lords. The painter Raphael, apparently his last word was happy. Lovely, right? Happy. Loads of them were things like really, really, really random stuff. But the words of people who did not think they were going to die with their next breath. You know, just words. And I thought, gosh, if you knew you were going to die, you'd make absolutely sure that what you were going to say was, you know, write this down. I'm being profound. You know, isn't it? You would, wouldn't you? You'd want people to remember it. Apparently, you know, last week we saw that horrific massacre of the Egyptian Coptics, didn't we? Apparently, the newspapers have been reporting that the last words on their lips were the words, was the name of Jesus. Hallelujah and amen. God bless those people. Lord God, you are in control, right? But their last words, how profound is that? 
If you knew it was going to be your last word, what would you say? Isn't it? Just, let's just think about that for a minute. But these people, these great people, and I looked up, I looked up Isaac Newton, I looked up Caesar, and most of it was, apparently Lenin's last words were, good dog. <laughs> what? Good dog. His dog had just put in a dead bird for him. Good dog. Uh, you know, I was not, you'd think he was going to say, and I did it all for the people of Russia. No, good dog. So if you knew where you were going to die, you'd make it. But you know, see, Jesus knew he was going to die. He knew he was going to die. It wasn't plan B. It was plan A. So let's have a look at this scripture because this is what we are focusing here. And I want, you know, these people, they achieved world domination. They founded empires. They painted terrific works of art. They, they painted, you know, the Mona Lisa. There were symphonies. Yes. Some of these people, you know, help people spiritually grow. But not one of them, not one of them saved the world. But one man did. And with his last words, he confirmed it for us. So here we go. We're going to read from John. Yeah, have we have got the verse? We've got that. Is it up? Excellent. You're all looking over my shoulder. I'm just going to think you're not looking at my hair, but that's okay. Ready? You're ready? Are you ready? Yes. Gosh, alive. Come on. Right. Later. Knowing that all was now completed and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there, so they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of the hyssop plant and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Hallelujah and amen. Amen. Do you know what? How, how, great, how grateful are we today? How grateful are we today? Yes. You know what? Our position is just one of utter gratitude, isn't it? Now, Dan got us to, to declare that, and we should be declaring that. Today is a day of remembrance. It is a day of joy. Absolutely, but a day is to remember who God is and who we are. Right? We didn't do that. Jesus did it. And I just want to bring three points to us tonight. Okay? So what did he do? I think these are the most famous last words ever. Okay? And if, you know, these are last words to live your life by it is finished so we have it is a statement of fact number one right number two it was an intentional action yes and number three it's a promise okay so we're just going to look at that this isn't going to be long because you know what we've got some other stuff to come but i just want us to take that in we're going to we're going to take the sacrament after this as well and so I want us to prepare our hearts ready for that. Because what we are doing is commemorating the sacrifice of Jesus for the Most High God. Amen. For a way was made for sinners. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah and amen. You see, the first thing he did is that he stated it as a fact. It's finished. Mission accomplished. Yeah. What Jesus came to do, he did. You know what? The Pharisees and everyone were licking honey off their fingers that day, thinking, we did it. We won. We won. And Jesus is going, uh-uh. It's finished. My father, he sorted this. He did all of this. He sent me to do it. It is finished. He accomplished what he sent out to do. Can you imagine the grief of the disciples and his followers? They must have been desolate. They must have thought, this is all over. It's done. They really thought it was finished. But you know what? It was finished for then. I'm going to keep whispering this through the night. Sunday's coming. Sunday's coming. 
Hallelujah and amen. So you see the joy we can have in Good Friday is knowing that Sunday is coming. Mission accomplished, Sunday's on the way. And guess what? He's coming back again. Hallelujah. So we remember that, don't we? So it's hard for us to maybe think, gosh, what must they have been thinking on Good Friday? Let me tell you, they thought it was over. The disciples thought, that's it, end of sport, good night Vienna, we're done, we're done. We might as well pack up, we've got to run for the hills, they're going to kill us next. But you know what, Jesus knew better. That's why he had prepared them during the Last Supper. You read read the Bible, yeah? 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 He prepared them all during the Last Supper. He was praying for them in the Last Supper, not praying for himself. I'm praying, you know what, you know, he's like that. Do you know what, I don't want to do this, but it's your will, Lord. And then he taught the disciples how to pray. He taught them what to do. He taught them what to say. He taught them who to love. Gosh, even on the cross, he was telling them, look after each other. Until he gave up his last. So it was an, an, oh, don't you love it? I, I don't know how I will ever be thankful enough. Thank you for letting us do that. But how will we ever be thankful enough? I'll tell you how. You keep saying it. You keep saying it and you keep living it. And you keep being it to yourself and to others. God died, sent his son to die for you so you be kind to other people. Yes? yes? God sent his son to die for you so you love other people. Yes? Good. Well done. Right. Part two. It was an intentional action. I was hoping to have a lamb here tonight. I, yeah, yeah. So Mike is going to... No. <laughs> but apparently it would have been a bit frightening and I'm, and I'm not one for frightening animals. Even if it was, you know, an excellent... Illustration to my point, Liana, just saying, ruin Good Friday. No, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I'm letting it go. Do you know what? Because it's finished, I'm letting it go. Right, you know. But what the lamb indicates, we call him the lamb of God. And this was his intentional action, okay? Before then, at Passover, when this was happening, when the crucifixion was happening, there were all kinds of complicated things you had to do to be sinless. And it needed a priest. There had to be a priest, there had to be a priest, mediating, we call it. A priest stood for the people of Israel and he sacrificed a lamb. And what a lamb did, bless you, Ruth, that's fine. <laughs> what the lamb had to, it had to be killed in a certain ceremonial way. It had to be bled. But this is really important. Not one bone of the lamb could be broken. There is a little person sneezing. It's Ruth Morgan, everyone. Bless you. <laughs> Could you hear it? Everyone was going, oh, she has got a lamb. <laughs> I haven't. So the lamb had to be killed in a certain way. You see what God did when he sent Jesus, and this was Jesus' intentional action. He became the perfect Passover lamb. So now there is no need for any sacrifice. We do not have to sacrifice starlings or bullets or lambs or anything to have access to God because Jesus said, I am the lamb. And John the Baptist got it, didn't he? As soon as he saw him, he said, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. Jesus knew what his destiny was. Jesus knew he was coming to earth to die. He came as a baby. He lived his whole life knowing what God's plan was. And he didn't shy away from it. Not once. He knew that he was the Lamb that would end sacrifice for man once and for all. For now, man has access to God the Father through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. How intentional is that? For while we were still sinners, he did that. An intentional action for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let's remember this stuff. Let's live this stuff. You know, he is the ultimate sacrificial lamb. You see, what I want us to remember is, is that lamb would die unbroken. 
Jesus died and broken. It says in the Psalms, they didn't break a bone in his body. They could have. What they usually did was break the legs of a person being crucified so they would suffocate quicker. And Jesus died before they did that. The lamb was unbroken. Jesus died unbroken so you could live unbroken. Amen. And that is his intentional action. Not that you would recall all your sin all the time. Hey, we live in repentance, yes, which is an active principle. But God sent his son to die in an unbroken state so that you don't have to live in the shame, degradation and guilt of whatever you have done in your life. Or whatever you have had done to you. God has done it. It is finished. You with me? You live in that state of victory now. In an unbroken life. Amen? This is good stuff, right? Good Friday is good stuff. Yeah? And the third one, okay? It's a promise. It is finished is a promise. You see, there couldn't be any self-redemption. We couldn't do it for ourselves. God knew that because we were born in sin. So what he had to do was send someone sinless to do it for us. That was Jesus. And when he died, as he said it is finished, salvation was completed. Amen. You are saved because Jesus died on the cross. He completed salvation. It is finished. All things are fulfilled. It is finished. You see what the fancy word for it is atonement. And what that means is the Hebrew root of that word means that the blood of Jesus covers all things. All things mark you. And he reconciles us to God through what he did. All is fulfilled. It is finished. You are reconciled to God because it is finished. Death, gone. Defied because it is finished. Yes? Co-heirs with Christ. Co-heirs with Christ because it is finished. You with me? You with me? We living in this now? Right? Sin, get this one. This is the one that wrecks me. Your sin, forgiven, because it is finished. So when you approach God the Father through Jesus Christ, because now that access is freely given because it is finished, he sees you like he sees Jesus, sinless. Holy moly, thank you, Jesus, because it is finished. You get it? You get in it? So when we want to look back at our lives and pick over the degradations and pick over the traumas, and I'm not minimizing anything that anybody has gone through here today. I'm not. What you need to remember is that victory has already been bought for you. All because it is finished. Those are his last words. They're not random. You know, he didn't say good dog, did he? (laughs) At least the Gospels don't record that. Okay. He didn't say that stuff. His words were chosen. They were chosen to state fact, to be an intentional action, and to be a promise so that all believers know that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Amen? So that we would know, no matter what we go through, how tough life is, earthly fathers will let you down. Mothers and parents, you know, they will forget you. I would love to say that everybody's had the most happy childhood and there were unicorns and rainbows, but we know that isn't true. 
but you have a heavenly father who knows you, has called you, has loved you, who sent his son to die for you. And when he said it is finished, knew that you would be okay because he never leaves you or forsakes you. You getting this? So we go back to the Old Testament when all those people waiting for the Messiah were talking about him and saying things about him and waiting for him. And Jesus came, fulfilled the lot on the cross and said, I'm him. It is finished. So for everyone waiting for another one, he's already come. Say, put it on the tape. He's here. He is here. He's in this. Isn't he? And you know, before we come to the table, I want us to know and declare before God. Can we just put up, Joe? Can we put up Isaiah 53, please? Because we need to know this. Don't we? Do you think so? Do you think scripture is important to know? I'm asking you that question, church. Do you think this stuff is important to know? Because I tell you what, without it, we're lost. We need this stuff. We need to know it. We need to assimilate it into us. We need to remember it. Because if you don't know it, if you're working on somebody else's second-hand knowledge of it, it isn't yours. You haven't owned it. You're not accountable to it. You're accountable to a set of beliefs that aren't written in there. Just a bunch of ideas somebody else has shared to you. I'm telling you today, he didn't say it is finished just so you could crack on. He said it is finished so you could crack on in him. Yeah. So let's read this. Who has believed our message and to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? He grew up before him like a tender shoot. And like a root out of dry ground, he had no beauty or majesty to attract us to him. Nothing in his appearance that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men. A man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. Like one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. Yet we considered him stricken by God, smitten by him and afflicted. But he was pierced. For our transgressions. He was crushed for our iniquities. The punishment that brought us peace was upon him. And by his wounds we are healed. Hallelujah. We all like sheep have gone astray. Each of us has turned to his own way. And the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed and afflicted. Yet he did not open his mouth. He was led like a lamb to slaughter. And like a sheep before her shearers is silent. So he did not open his mouth. By oppression and judgment, he was taken away. And who can speak of his descendants? For he was cut off from the land of the living. For the transgression of my people, he was stricken. He was assigned a grave with the wicked and with the rich in death. Though he had done no violence, nor was any deceit in his mouth. Yet it was the Lord's will to crush him and cause him to suffer. And though the Lord makes his life a guilt offering, he will see his offspring and prolong his days. And the will of the Lord will prosper in his hand. After the suffering of his soul, he will see the light of life and be satisfied by the knowledge my righteous servant will justify many and he will bear their iniquities. Therefore, I will give him a portion amongst the great and he will divide the spoils with the strong because he poured out his life unto death. And he was numbered with the transgressors for he bore the sin of many and made intercession for the transgressors. Hallelujah. When he was shouting, it is finished, he was praying for you, church. Yeah. 
He was shouting it out to say, do you know how much I love you? This is how much I love you. It's finished. You don't have to do it. I've done it. It's finished. This message was brought to you by ABC Church. For more information, please visit our website at www.abclife.org or search for us on Facebook or Twitter. You can also contact us by phone on 01269 596000.